So uh, this is chapter three, going into stability and drag at Transonic. And in this chapter, one thing we introduce is a six degree of freedom projectile simulation. Um, that's basically a computer model that in addition to just giving you like the, the drop and drift of your trajectory, it's also modeling the angular dynamics of the projectile as well. The, the roll rate, the yaw and the pitch are all modeled in the SIXDOF program. And, and unfortunately that's the level you need to go to to really simulate the stability and the drag uh, that's going on in these cases. You're telling me we couldn't just go out to the lab and measure all these? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, we didn't have Doppler radar now. This was still done with acoustics. Um, and even with Doppler radar, there's still a lot that you can't measure directly. But yeah, with between Doppler radar and high-speed camera, though, we can actually see a lot of this now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's a, like, you try to put things into perspective of the effects we're talking about are, you know, due to a bullet, um, you know, undergoing an angle change of, you know, maybe one degree. And how do you measure a bullet yawing one degree while it's traveling 3,000 feet per second at, you know, multiple points in space? That's a pretty complex measurement to do. And luckily, we live in the 21st century and we have computers that can help us answer these questions. <laughs> right. Right. So part of, the, part of the way that we bring the simulation to bear is to kind of fill in the blanks of the parts of the story that we can't see. And when I say parts of the story, like it's shooters have been um, observing for quite a while, even at this point, that say, take, for example, a common batch of 308 Winchester ammo fired from two rifles one of them being like an 11 and a quarter twist and another being an eight twist. Um, I remember Todd Hodnett had, you know, on his one mile range, you know, a lot of guys are coming through with like OBRs and yep. M110s and guns like that, gas guns shooting a mile with them. And, you know, when both guns are zeroed at 100 meters and shooting the same muzzle velocity, the eight twist rifles were hitting like over a mil higher at a mile than the 11 and a quarter twist. And nothing in any ballistic solver at the time could predict that result or even begin to quantify it. Yep. And so, but we know that that's a data point. Now, observed drop is usually not the best way to um, determine what drag is. And so, you know, our measurements are based on acoustic time of flight measurements, but still in, that... In this chapter of the book at that time, we're using Doppler radar now, but... Right, yeah, at this time it was, we just had a time of flight and we could observe a shorter time of flight for the faster twist barrels, but the mechanism that caused it and where in the trajectory this was happening, that's what we relied on the modeling for. Yep. So basically we have these measured data points and then we can tailor the simulation to pass through those measured points and it fills in the blanks of everything that's going on. Yep. And we talk about, you know, not being able to see what's going on. And if any of you out there are thinking, oh, high-speed camera, you can see what's going on. That's not exactly a good answer either because these things happen over many yards and high-speed cameras could only see very narrow fields of view. So even though you can get really good snapshots of a bullet and, you know, you might be able to get really good video of six inches of travel, if something takes five yards to occur, you know, we can't see that whole five yards. So unfortunately, the high-speed camera doesn't replace our computer simulation either. <laughs> right. Yeah, the 6 off model is really powerful. 
So on page 36 here, we're just into chapter two now, stability and transonic drag. Uh, we've got a plot showing the epicyclic motion of a bullet fired from a one and eight, a one and 10 and one and 12. And what you see is from the muzzle, um, the, the epicyclic motion is a lot bigger and slower and looser for the slower twist barrel. And as you speed up the twist rate, the procession cycles get shorter and tighter and your overall levels of yaw angles are reduced for those faster twist barrels. If you're hearing this recording, it's because you're listening to a free sample of a podcast from the Science of Accuracy Academy. In order to hear the full version of this podcast and many others, go to the Science of Accuracy Academy website and subscribe.